You are listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Kerr. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Connect with me on YouTube at Past Life Lady or on my Facebook fan page at Past Life Lady. Hi friends, Dr. Shelley here. Guess what? You're not going to believe this. I have another book coming out from Llewellyn Worldwide. It will be out on December 8th and it's called Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories. So earlier in the 2000s, I wrote a book series, which I have discussed on the Healing Arts Podcast about a phenomenon I call Supretravi. Spontaneous past life memories. This is when we're trying to mind our own business and yet we're hit with this picture, thought, or feeling about something that happened to us in the past. This was happening to me all the time while I was traveling to other places. And what I found through my research is that I truly believe this happens to every single person alive. The book has some incredible endorsements from people like Coast to Coast's George Norrie and others, and it would mean the world to me if you will go out and pre-order my book so that you can have it before the holidays when it comes out on December 8th. So check out Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories, now available in pre-order on Amazon.com. And thank you so much for your support. Namaste. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. Hey, dear ones. Welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. So I have Kimberly Meredith on the show. She has been noted as one of the most important, relevant healers of our time. She's got an incredible new book out about the fifth dimension. We're going to talk to her about it today. It's coming out in November. Um, a truly gifted healer with an amazing talent. Kimberly, welcome to Healing Arts. It's such a joy to connect with you. Thank you, Shelly, for having me. I really appreciate it. You are absolutely incredible. I'm going to put some links up that so people can see you in action, your, your chanting, your healing ability. And I was wondering if you could just, I guess, talk from the beginning, you had some really unusual abilities as a child. And I was wondering if you could just tell us about when you first started realizing that you had a healing gift. 
Yeah, I think it was like as, as young as like, I think around like five, six years old when I started rubbing my hands together and laying hands on little animals and things. I think it was just like not real apparent to me, but I know that I remember my grandmother saying you healed the anim- our, our dog and I remember picking up a bird and it coming back to life and just sort of like thinking, wow, I can do this. You know, something is going on here. And then as I got older, I remember working in hospitals and not wanting to really face that I had a healing ability, but I remember just praying a lot and things kind of shifting and moving in people's bodies. and. Um, that I was connecting to God source. Incredible. And you were talking somewhere I, about a name that you were called as a child and then how many, many years later you realized what it was actually, what the meaning of it was. Tell us that it is so interesting. Yeah. So when I was a little, little uh, baby, my grandmother was really excited about me being born and um, someone, uh, and the neighbor uh, had gone to Vietnam and came back and saw me and said, she looks like a Ch- Chan. And my grandmother just loved that name Chan and named me Chan. And she just wanted, my grandmother was German and she just wanted me to be named Chan. So she just stuck to the name Chan. So my whole life, nobody called me Kimberly. I mean, in my whole family, they always called me Chan. So I just was like, oh, okay, that's my name, Chan. So sometimes they call me Kimmy Chan. So it was just always Chan. So every card was Chan, you know, that was just my name. So as you know, I got older, you know, my, 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 my mom would call me Kimberly, but on my German side of the family, they were always Chan, Chan, Chan. So as, you know, life proceeded and I had my NDE and I became a full-blown medium and uh, healer and I'm in my Reiki class, um, the um, teacher, we were talking about different names and Reiki uh, uh, things. And I said, oh, my grandmother called me Chan. And she says, oh, that, that interpretation means God. And this is years and years and years of being called uh, Chan. Also, there's another interpretation for Chan, which means air, oxygen. And I'm a real um, climate crisis, climate change. um, uh, My guides that are moving me, um, not only am I a medical intuitive and a healer, but I'm also proactive in climate crisis and climate change. And my guides are really here to speak out about how we can actively change our world right now with doing a lot of things that are written in my book, which one of the chapters is called Water Can Save Your Life. Yes, it's your book is incredible. Let's go ahead and talk about the water chapter while we're on this topic. Yeah, so just we're gonna talk about that. But but I do wanna say that I do feel that Um, everybody does have their own gifts and I feel we're predestined when we come in in our world to tap into them. And going back to the word Chan, I felt like at that pivotal moment when I found out, um, because my grandmother, the book is dedicated to my grandmother. um, 
when my gifts fully woke up, I found that the circle had, I woke up to the circle, which was that um, my gifts were through my eyes that blink. And I feel like that she was um, always the true, really the true master. My grandmother is the true master. She was an ascending master to me. Yeah, she was really amazing. That gave me my birth name, which is Chan. Chan. Tell us um, about your hands and your eyes, because even from childhood, you talk about the fact that these, your hands were very, very different. Well, I was born with like a lot of unusual lines on my hands and my feet when I was little. And I just, I don't know, that's just how I was born a lot of hands, uh, lines on my hands. And then my eyes were always blinking really fast when I was a kid. And um, my grandmother, my grandfather was really good friends with John Houston, a director. He used to, uh, my grandfather was a fisherman and he would make uh, boats, uh, yachts. And he built a yacht for John, director John Houston. And my grandfather was really into filmmaking, also on the side. And he got an eight millimeter camera and would follow me around and take uh, pictures of my eye blinking. And we have those still. Um, and um, they were fascinated how my eyes would blink so fast. My mother didn't like it. Uh, she thought something was wrong with me. Um, so, Lo and behold, uh, after all these years, I was actually connecting to spirit. That was me being a little medium as a baby, <laughs> but we didn't know that was what I was doing. Uh, but uh, my grandfather and my grandma really loved who I really was. And even as a baby, we're fascinated sort of by it. Um, my mom, unfortunately, she was a young mom. She was only 18, I think, when she gave birth to me. So I don't blame her for being kind of weirded out about it. Um, but she um, forced me to stop it at a young age. And so like right now, I think part of the book is to also encourage people to be who they, they are, right. um, to not push things down. I unfortunately wanted to make my mother happy. So I pushed down who I really was. And I, in the book, I talk about the night where I consciously forced it to stop. And that was one of the saddest parts of my life at a young age. I went into a very bad depression and um, withdrew. I was very quiet as a kid and um, bullied a lot at school and um, stuttered. I was underweight. And I had a very tumultuous childhood. My mom suffered from alcoholism. She tore me away from my grandmother at a young age. We went to Hollywood. She wanted to be an actress. And um, she took her life at a young age. And um, so it wasn't a great childhood, but I think all of that made me super strong. Mm -hmm. And then after the near-death experience, my eyes came back to who I was really supposed to be, which was I don't want to get all choked up, but um, connecting to the Holy Spirit, which is the eye started blinking again. And then I'm so grateful. Now I'm able to help people. It's such a beautiful story, Kimberly. And I think it really resonates with so many people because like you said, we're, we're taught in childhood to, you know, mind our manners, fit in with everyone else. And then for some of us, it takes a lifetime to try to 
find our way back again. And through the Holy Spirit, you've done it. Yeah. And I really love what I do. I love helping people and serving. And it's just the beginning. You know, I love children. I love the disabled. I love being an advocate for disabled people. And I, I love, um, I love the underdog. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I agree. So tell us about the near death experience, what you went through and how that then awoken your gifts and talents at another whole level. Yes. So, um, it really sometimes takes you to really go way, way down on your knees. And when I say that, it's, it wasn't enough to be, you know, thrown down on the curb and have my head bumped and, you know, have a, you know, a really bad accident uh, for me to be, you know, I guess have the awakened through the omnipresent um, to happen to me because I was severely injured, but I had this really cool job working as a medical advisor on a show, which is showing people how to set up scenes. Um, I was working on a TV show called Getting On. I was super excited about getting that gig, but I was really injured. I had been hit by a car, um, had multiple injuries to my neck, my back. I talk about it in the book. You can pick up the book to find out everything. Yes, so, read the book, people. You need this yeah. book. I'm telling you. So I don't want to say everything, but yeah, no, don't um, tell us everything. But um, I didn't go to get the care I needed, and um, I eventually collapsed, and I had to go to the hospital to get the care I needed. And I'm sure people out there know sometimes when you get hurt or sick, you don't always go get help and you wait too long. Yeah. And many people, I get my clients even like that. They have waited two, three years after they've been diagnosed with cancers or they get a lump in their breast and they're not taking action and you wait too long. Well, that was Kimberly Meredith. I, you know, had an injury and I didn't wait. I waited too long and then I had to get emergency care. And because of that, um, maybe it was meant because of that to happen. I coded and I had an out-of-body experience. And when I had the out-of-body experience, I met Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the other side. And um, I had this amazing experience with the omnipresent, telling me messages, telling me to stay here, telling me they didn't want me. They didn't want me at that moment to stay on the other side to come. You're not back. welcome yet. Yeah, to, <laughs> to come back here and do the work. I don't really talk about in this book. I have another book on the way, probably, um, that I'm already thinking about writing about my experiences with the Virgin Mary, with 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 a transition that took place with inside of me that is relating to ascending masters that is a very strong soul contract that when you have an out-of-body experience not all out-of-body experiencers or ndes have this happen to them there's many ndes out there there's many into ears um but for me my experience is my own experience in itself and i was told to do what my mission was 
to do. And also my soul contract of who I was, was much different. There was an energy that transformed in me. There was a part of me that took on another mission. And I knew it was because when I woke up out of it, I wasn't me anymore. I was a different soul energy. And I knew it was because I just felt completely switched. And then the days and the weeks that went on, you know, was just miraculously transformed. Wow. And I, I want to talk about, you know, you, I want to tell friends, friends at home, if you have not seen Kimberly, I'm telling you, she is the real deal. Um, Kimberly, you've been studied by IONS and also by um, Dr. Sheely, Dr. Norm, C. Norm Sheely. Can you tell us about when you were studied scientifically, the frequencies that are emanating off of you and how those work? This is absolutely fascinating. And this is the real deal out there, kids. So you need to check Kimberly out. And I would love you to tell us more about that. Thank you. Um... Yeah, so all of this happens, I've only been really out there for about, I mean, 2013, 14, didn't start really going out to publicly doing my work since 17, because I recuperated from the accident. So not very long. So when I talk about the, the accident and then finding my way as who I am as a healer and then getting known and being seen when you have an NDE, when you have an experience like this, it's like the presence of the omnipresence and then the mission is fast because they want you, the presence of spirit, to do the work. They bring you back to do the work and to get the work out there to help humanity. So because I'm a medical intuitive medium and a healer, but the global world needs help fast. So it was my decision uh, subconsciously, but not. It's the decision of the Holy Spirit. It's the decision of the energy to move because they want to keep me here to move this energy out there and get the knowledge out to the people. So when I went on my trip to New York City, when I was found by a producer to go out there and do multiple healings on multiple people at St. Andrew's Church, I was discovered by Dr. Norm Sheely. And then he took me out to Missouri. Um, they had me do double blind studies on multiple people. It wasn't like this is just something he's going to sign off on. They were numerous people that I had to scan over with my eyes and hands, and they would document each individual person. Not only did I have to know every single thing in everybody's body, whether they had cancer or brain surgery, how many stents were in a person's heart, how many knee surgeries they had, how many mitral valves, um, every single thing I would have to know. Then I would have to put my hand on a lump or a tumor and see if I could dissolve it with my hand in order for him to sign off whether I was a true medical intuitive or an actual hands-on healer. And I did every single person. I also went to IONS and was studied there too. And SciTech. 
Institute, which is out in California. But I don't really think this is the end. Did I want to do this? I have to ask my guides if they want to go do it. If they want to go do it, then I do it. If they don't want to do it, then I don't do it. I think it's, um, <laughs> I, I mean, to me, whether you do any more of that or not, to me, you've already been verified. I think it's good for some people to witness the fact that you have been verified because I think a lot of healers, you know, people think, well, maybe that works, maybe that doesn't work. Um, this is actually working. And um, now that it's scientifically verified, it's just very, well, it takes you to a different level. And it, I think it helps the public, hopefully, to understand this is real. Well, they don't even believe Jesus is real. I mean, well, that's they another story. Jesus did healing. But the thing is that, I mean, I have clients, you know, I have 60 clients per week that fly to me all over the world to my office because it's real. I mean, me doing the medical intuitive mediumship is real. Me doing the healing. I'm not the only one that can do healing. There's people out there that can do healing. Whether people want to stay in the fifth dimension right. and have it stay healed is your part to receive the healing. I mean, I've been at expos where there's been goiters that are like five inches around the throat and I've laid hands. We have it on camera where it's dissolved right off. That is you know, there, we've seen it. Um, but the thing is, we're already moving into the higher dimensional frequencies. I didn't create dimensional frequencies. I wasn't even born when dimensional frequencies were being talked about. I only know about the dimensional frequencies because I felt the dimensional frequencies when I died and came back. And they taught me dimensional frequencies. Everything that I speak about in my book was taught to me through my guides, through Edgar Casey, through the scientists, through them teaching Kimberly all of this and how to do it. I've never went to a mediumship class. I've never went uh, to an intuitive class. I'm, I'm sort of like been born, came in the world with these gifts and they keep teaching me more and more how to teach people. And now they're teaching me that we have to heal our world or it will be gone within 10 to 13 years. Right. Because of the climate crisis. Right, exactly. Um, you mentioned the fifth dimension and this is the topic of your amazing book, which is, I'm so privileged that I had a chance to take a peek at it. Um, everyone, you need to check this book out for sure. Tell us, how we can, how you work within the fifth dimension and how the viewers out there can start to tap into that fifth dimensional consciousness that creates this healing. Yeah, so thank you for asking about that. The fifth dimension is something that it's gonna be easier and easier for people to get into daily because people already are excited about switching their lifestyle at home, their eating habits, their relationships with others. It's a new revolutionary way of, of, of healing their whole environmental way of living. And that's where the climate crisis and climate change comes in. And we're moving into this awareness right now. People already are like, oh my God, I don't wanna use this hairspray. This is gonna ruin our environment. That's the fifth dimension and beyond. <laughs> I don't wanna eat this steak. It's got really bad hormones in it. 
That's the fifth dimension and beyond. I don't want to talk gossip. I don't want to be negative towards my brothers and sisters. That's the fifth dimension and beyond. I want to do 10 minutes of meditation right now to raise my vibration in my body. That's the fifth dimension and beyond. I want to spread love and light. I live in joy. I live in in God's frequency. I'm in the omnipresent energy. The more you're raising your vibration in your body, it's easier to heal. It's easier to get in that Harry Potter frequency. The more you're in that energy field, the more you'll see when you put your hand on your throat. Wow, that tumor's flying off me. Because you're in that frequency, you start gliding over. Your body becomes more innate, transparently in that vibration you're raising the oxygen in your body i talk about this with food supplements and how your environment in your home needs to be changed 90 percent of the clients that i meet are still drinking bad water most of the people are in the third dimension they're still living in a third dimensional society. They're still, we need to switch it over. The cool thing I just found out is my book is going into Walmart and Target. Walmart what? and Target is third dimension. I hate to say it, but now they're maybe going into the fifth dimension. <laughs> so, fantastic. Yeah. So a lot of, you know, our, our countries out there, people that are really hurting really bad are moving into the fifth dimension. Absolutely. It is a phenomenal book. It is phenomenal work. Um, I'm just wishing you tons of peace and joy and success with this. What message would you want to leave for people who are struggling out there and in, in terms of hope for the future as we attempt to get into the fifth dimension and save our planet? Yeah, I feel like people think they have to have a lot of money to be in the fifth dimension. I feel people feel sad. They're like, Kimberly, I don't have money to drink really good Mountain Valley spring water, or I don't have money to put a filter on my shower. So I'm not going to take a shower and tap water and breathe in fluoride and pesticides. And, you know, I feel like people think you have to be rich to have the lifestyle to eat good food and all that. But the thing is this, you have two hands, you can put them together and pray. And I know that there are ways to get supplies. First of all, you don't need to have a fancy water to save your life. There are filters out there that are really inexpensive. You could put on your sink and you can drink water that's just a filtered water and that can save your life. And if you have to just, unfortunately, you know, for right now get, until we shift society and people start saying, you know what, we need to make every water out there available that's in glass and not make it in plastic anymore. Right. But until then we can get a filter, just put it on our sink. And I talk about in my book, don't use refrigerated water or well water. And then there is a company that is very cool and inexpensive called Rain Shower. And I talk about it in here. And they have filters that you could put in your bath 
and in your shower that can help your lungs. Water is one of the most important things that you need to do for your body to keep you healthy. And I say every day doing five minutes a day of meditation, I am love, I am light, I am joy, I am grateful. And the energy of love, of the omnipresent God, joy, love is resonating through my body right now and is healing me. And I am in the fifth dimension and I feel amazing. Affirmations like this come through the body, surround your body and protect you. And every day just doing that and maybe playing some beautiful peaceful music can help you so much in your life and raise your vibration. Stepping away from a little bit of the outer third dimensional noise, not getting away from the reality of what's going on in the third dimension, but knowing that by raising your consciousness opens you up to the reality of the fifth dimension and enhances your life. Not ignoring reality, but raising your consciousness raises your awareness. Absolutely. It is wonderful. So have you heard of, um, along the lines of the water, there had been a really great book by Dr. Emoto called Messages in Water, where they were praying the lakes clean and things like that. So do you believe in that through the Holy Spirit that we can turn this around through prayer and through the things that you're describing in your book? How hopeful are you for our future? I have a picture with him over at SciTech, uh, Dr. Emoto, and I did the healing on the water, both at IONS and at SciTech, where I changed the water frequency. And I had made the distilled water and the tap water raise to a higher frequency and consciousness and made the water turn to a higher residence, residence and got the water to, to turn to pure purity. And uh, I have a picture holding his, I have a picture of me holding his picture. <laughs> when I actually accomplished it. <laughs> so I love him. Yes. Yes. Amazing. 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 I, I still feel like, you know, as long as enough of us are doing this and being conscious and wanting this change, like you said, I feel like there's still so much hope, you know, that we have that we can turn this around and get, get the pollution out raise the frequencies. It is going to happen. There's so many light workers, so many beautiful people out there that want this. They want to save the planet. They want to save our internal organs. There's people that I do work with doctors. I do work with scientists. I do work with people. People do need to take medicines at times, but they also sometimes are saying, well, can I drink a ginger tea? Can I take a multivitamin? Can I take this along with my medicines? And that's where I do also nutritional plans. In the book, I talk about supplements and nutrition. I have recipes in the book. I talk about consciousness. You know, I talk about scientific research, but I do say we can all work together. You know, this is not pushing one person out and saying, I know it all. I'm not the know-it-all healer and medical intuitive. I like to invite everybody into the conversation and it's a beautiful conversation. And it's a conversation where we all can be healers. We all can be advocates and we all can help each other so we can stay on this beautiful earth. Exactly. Speaking of that, on your website, you do offer sessions. And I was wondering if you could explain to us the difference between your healing work and your work as a medical intuitive. Thank you, Shelly, for asking that. 
That is something I get asked all the time. Okay. Uh, you want to know. Okay. So, you know, a lot of people say you should just do the medical intuitive session and the healing session separate, but it's really hard for me to do that. So I try to make them separate because they're 60 minute sessions and I do Skypes around the world, like four days a week. And I do in-person office sessions twice a week, but I can't seem to do them separate. They have to be together. That's the way the guides make it happen. And a lot of times people come on, they'll go, just do healing on me or just do a medical intuitive reading on me. But the guides won't make that happen. They like to do it together. So I always come on and I like to do the reading first. Um, so just know when you come to do a session with me, we have to do both. So they, even if you know what's wrong with you, they're gonna still come in and they wanna do every single thing. They're really nosy. They wanna go through every single thing. So yesterday I had a lady that had Parkinson's. Um, the wife wanted to come on and tell me about it, but they don't wanna hear. We like to go in and find every single thing. So not only giving her as an example, we wanted to, we wanted to find out how she got it. So we went back to 10 years ago where she lived somewhere where she had some contamination. So, and we were right. We knew where it started from. We knew where she had had, and I can talk about it. It's okay. She, she had gotten breast cancer. So we knew that. We knew the year. We knew then where she had gotten a hip surgery. We knew then. So this is how I do it. I go into every single part of the body, the year it happened when her immune system got lowered. And that's how I go down the whole entire body. And then I figure out what kind of um, uh, supplements she needs. And then of course, a lot of people bring out 15 or 20 supplements are on. And a lot of the brands I don't like, you know, and sometimes I do like it. And then I go, so I go through every single thing. And then I go into doing the healing, which I love my favorite part. And then, um, yeah, so it's really cool. And sometimes from that one session, it's quite successful. And then sometimes people want to do a follow-up. And this can be Skype or in person. I saw some video of you doing a session. And so you use your eyes, the Holy Spirit's working through you, through with your eyes to signify things that need some attention versus things that are okay. So could you tell us about that? Because it is super interesting. Thank you for asking. Yes, I'm a remote viewer with the eyes. So I'll like, even if I'm in a big event of like a thousand people, I will scan the whole room and I'll go to someone that they want to go to pinpointed. So when I'm doing a one-on-one -on -one -on -one session, someone might say, oh God, she's going to pick this part of me, my shoulder or my clavicle or, or my fatty liver. And I may go look at you and go right to the breast. And they may be going, why is she going over here? This is what hurts me. And I'm going right to that breast. And they'll be like, that's weird. Why isn't she going over here or over there? And because the guides have their, you know, all my scientists and stuff, they have what they want to go to because that's the most important thing that they're pinning, pinpointing at. And maybe you might not, not even know that you have something wrong. Like the other day, this woman has something happening to her and they want to go underneath her armpit and they want to go to the groin. Um, she does have lupus. 
Um, I didn't know that. She knows it, but they are finding that it's flaring up. So something like that's going on. And so they're going to go there. You mentioned that you don't want people to tell you necessarily in advance because first of all, you don't need them to, but don't you think it would also help the recipient when you do uncover these things that they already knew about that, that they didn't tell you, I would think that helps them understand that what you are doing is very real. No, I like, I love it like this. It's been going great because when people come in the office, they write everything down on a paper. They turn it over on my clipboard. I go through every single thing in their body, just like Edgar Casey would do. He would record it. People record it. Then after we turn it over and then the, I see every single thing that I got that was more than what they wrote. And then they go, wow, it makes sense. What I have unfolds all of my symptoms and what the doctor never told me. Now I know I brush my teeth with bad stuff. I eat wrong. And this issue of what's going on in my body came from 25 years ago from when I had this taken out, just like the woman yesterday had her uterus, uterus removed, which lowered her immune system 21 years prior to why she got the thyroid issue. So I am an Real medical intuitives are people that can go back and find out exactly why you got the condition. With her telling me stuff beforehand, I'd be cheating. Right. Well, not cheating, but because you're still doing a healing. But I, yeah, I think you're, you're I don't want a lot more credibility. I don't want her telling me anything, but I don't want her to know anything. Yeah, I like to go in cold. And then also um, with my Skype sessions, the guides like to find it's just more interesting for me. It's boring if I know everything up front. <laughs> I like to just yeah. do everything and find everything out on my own. Yeah, and I do uh, past life people, regressions and I, yeah. I feel the same. I would prefer to know less. In and people like it. And then when I and I go through it, then people go, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, you know, for me, because now I've been doing it a while, um, I can do it without even the blinking. I can just see things and I go through it. So anyway, it's cool the way it does it. So my book is out November 16th. And November 16th, um, it's out everywhere, actually. A lot of places. I think Barnes & Noble, Amazon. It's out even in the UK. Hay House is part of the publisher. And so you can even get it, um, I think, like, I don't know. I think, yeah, the UK. So. They have, a different, they have a different cover though. It's like a light, beautiful purple, like Louise Hayes would like. Yes. This is the U S this is the U S cover. It's beautiful. And I've had the pleasure to check it out and it's amazing. <laughs> I've got to ask you one more question. And that is about your connection with Edgar Casey. How did that come about that you recognize that you are working with Edgar Casey? Because that's someone I love as well. So I had to go, I have to ask. Okay. Um, you know, I'm going to tell you the funny thing about the Edgar Casey situation that came about through a woman in Virginia that discovered me. Um, so I never knew anything about a medical intuitive. This is not like a fancy story. Um, I never knew what a medical intuitive was, you know, anything like that. I was sitting on my couch, um, you know, one day and um, 
I was, the blinking was going on, this uh, very well-known, um, uh, uh, what's it called, a uh, trainer was over and I was an uh, athlete trainer and I was going over his body and I was doing left eye, right eye back, but I used to go left eye, right eye, left eye, right eye, sort of like Helen Keller. And I was doing the scanning over him and I was like, do you ever, do you remember hurting it here? You know, all this stuff. And I started doing that. And the word was breaking out like around Los Angeles that I was able to do this. So more and more people were coming over to my house and I was scanning. And a man named Randy Scott, who is a very big spiritual kind of guy in the community, told a woman um, that had a festival out in Maryland named Karma Fest, where the oh. Edgar Casey Center is out there um about me and she said I need to speak to Kimberly so she called and this was around 2016 I think right before I went out to the expos and started getting more known and she called me up and she said um right around the time when my fiance moved out and I was in the kind of in and out of the wheelchair still I still was in and out of the wheelchair for many years and, and she said, what are you doing exactly? I said, well, my eyes are blinking. I'm going over people's bodies and I know where everything is in them. All the organs have been damaged. You know, the guides are telling me messages. And then I told her that I was seeing visions and in doing this medical mediumship stuff, you know, like I didn't say medical medium, but I said, it's medical information. She goes, you're a medical intuitive. I said, oh, okay. And she says, and she's psychic. She goes, you're connecting to Edgar Casey." I said, oh, and she, when she said Edgar Casey, they blinked yes. And I got chills through my body. I said, Edgar Casey." She goes, yeah, Edgar Casey." She goes, I'm his daughter. I'm the reincarnation of his daughter. And I remember getting chills through my body. I said, you are? She goes, yes. It was really, really bizarre. And then I remember like, I kind of went back in my chair, like in the thing, and I started getting these really weird blinks. And then she says, um, have you been out in public yet? I said, no. She says, do you want to come to Virginia? And, 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 and do a, an, an event. And I said, what's an event? And she says, you're going to be in front of people doing what? She goes, doing what you're doing at your apartment. I said, what? She goes, going over people's bodies. I said, but you don't want someone like me. I said, I say the Hail Marys. I say our fathers. I stomp my feet down on the ground. I say, one, two, three, one, two, three. I say, I said, I said, I say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. You are healed, you are healed. She goes, what are you doing with your arm? I said, I throw my arm up in the air and I say, you are healed, you are healed. She goes, that's, Casey liked to do that. She goes, he, 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 was, he liked to do sermons on Sunday. He loved Jesus, he loved Christ. She goes, they're gonna love you here. You need to get here. I said, I don't have any money. I said, my, my fiance just moved out. I'm in a wheelchair. 
I said, um, I don't know how to make it to you. She goes, how much is your rent? So I told her the rent. She said, I'll send you three months of rent and I'll pay for you to come out here and you can do my expo. I was so scared. I said, I don't think I can do that. I don't really know. But my eyes go, yes, yes, yes. Yes, you can go. You can do it. That is the energy I'm telling you that came to me when I had the near-death experience. That is the fearlessness of the fifth dimension. That is the fifth dimension. And I remember sitting on the couch crying. And I said, I have to go. And yeah. I, I, I remember saying to my friend, Randy, I said, will you go with me, Randy? He says, yes, let's all three go. At the time, I had an assistant named Leslie. And Leslie was like, oh, my gosh, she was 60, 67, 68 years old at the time. And she's like, let's go. So the three of us got in a plane. We went out there. I'll never forget it. Makes me want to cry. And it was packed. Oh, my God. And we were in Maryland at this festival and I couldn't believe it. It was the first time I was in front of all of these people. They were laying on the table. They had HIV, they had breast tumors, they had ovarian tumors. They were so sick. People flew in from New York. They flew in from all over the world. They were laying all over the tables. I mean, it was packed. She was right. They were screaming, they were in lines, they wanted the Virgin Mary praying on them and they were leaving, they were dissolving, they were flying off their bodies, the tumors were leaving, they filmed it and it was unbelievable. Wow, amazing. It's unbelievable. Amazing, I'm so glad that you <laughs> answered the call, Kimberly. Yep. You're amazing. And so she was the one and she was right, is Edgar Casey. That's and incredible. he's been with me ever since. That's awesome. Yep. Complete awesomeness. And so is her book, friends. You need to check this out. Kimberly, tell us your website where we can connect with you and look about your sessions and everything else you've got going on. Yeah. The website is called The Healing Trilogy, thehealingtrilogy.com, thehealingtrilogy.com. And that was given to me by spirit, that name. So... It's thehealingtrilogy.com. We will have the links to thehealingtrilogy.com to your fabulous new book. I'm so happy I had a chance to look at Friends, you need to check her book out. It's important. Again, I, you're apparently going to be seeing it all over <laughs> the place in the third and fifth dimensions and everything in between. Um, awesomeness, Kimberly, keep it up. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Thank you. You're so funny. Apparently, that's what spirit wants. <laughs> Yay! And you are so sweet to have me on today. And I'm really grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings. Blessings too. All right, friends, we've done it again. Another episode of Healing Arts. So check Kimberly out, and I will see you next time. Have a blessed day. Hi friends, Dr. Shelley here. Guess what? You're not going to believe this. I have another book coming out from Llewellyn Worldwide. It will be out on December 8th and it's called Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories. 
So earlier in the 2000s, I wrote a book series, which I have discussed on the Healing Arts Podcast, about a phenomenon I call supretravie, spontaneous past life memories. This is when we're trying to mind our own business, and yet we're hit with this picture, thought, or feeling about something that happened to us in the past. This was happening to me all the time while I was traveling to other places. And what I found through my research is that I truly believe this happens to every single person alive. The book has some incredible endorsements from people like Coast to Coast's George Norrie and others. And it would mean the world to me if you will go out and pre-order my book so that you can have it before the holidays when it comes out on December 8th. So check out Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories, now available in pre-order on Amazon.com. And thank you so much for your support. Namaste. You've been listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at pastlifelady.com or on YouTube at Past Life Lady or connect with me on Facebook at Past Life Lady.